Hey guys, I haven't actually done a Facebook Live video for some time. You can't turn your phone while off. I don't know what that means. Um, I'm live and I've turned the phone. Sorry, Facebook, figure it out. Um, I haven't actually gone live for a while. And this morning on Twitter, a huge organization within the online marketing industry, in particular SEO, um, called SEM Rush, asked a question, right? What are some of the biggest challenges you've been faced with while working on e-commerce clients? And that's really such a really good question because I've been working on e-commerce, a large extent of my 10 plus, his, 10 plus year history has been working with e-commerce clients. Um, and so I've found that there's been three or four major, major um, problems that I've found on average most of the time on average, like the vast majority of the time, right? Um, and so I thought, you know what, I would create a video, um, I would go live and I would basically talk about these four problems. Number one biggest problem I've found has been managing products. When a products go out of stock, they, they return a four or four error. Um, a lot of the time, Clients would just delete products, they would just delete, um, it either goes out of stock or it gets deleted, um, whatever the case may be, and then the page is, is gone. And why is that bad? And, and generally, I'll get back to why that's bad, but generally what happens is it just continuously builds up and builds up and builds up and builds up. And the bigger the website, the bigger the problem. And so normally, you know, clients would either just 301 redirect if they even know which ones they are. The reason I'm not a big fan anymore of 301 redirects is because I don't think it provides the best user experience. It may technically solve the, that particular problem, but it doesn't deal with the, the major problem at hand. And a lot of the time, the biggest problem at hand is what to do when products are removed from the website. What do you do with those pages? And what else does it potentially impact that you haven't thought about? While working on some big retailer, right, and you probably know who that is, working with, actually working with a few big retailers, some of their best links to the websites are brand pages linking to a particular product. And whether it's LG, whether it's Sony, whether whatever the case may be, they'll link to a particular product, whether it's six months later or a year later, the client removes that product, that page goes down and Therefore, the, all the domain authority and potential traffic you'll get to that, go to that page, is more or less gone. Especially the domain authority. And if, if it's an average customer and it's like my mum that falls on a 404 page, she's going to think she'd break the internet. She'll call me on Facebook Messenger and go, I just, I think I just broke the internet. Why am I seeing a 404 page? She doesn't know what 404 means. And so, Managing that and handling that, it's, 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 it's complicated once to get it done, but once it's actually done, the problem's um, more or less handled going forward. And so what I like to tell clients is handle that with a simple floating page that says, you know, this product no longer exists, here's a list of related products. If you walk into Target and you're looking for a white towel by a particular brand, Lux, I think, yeah, that's, I don't know and you walk into Target, and that particular white towel, that brand you're looking for, isn't there, 
Target that doesn't just kick you out of the aisle and say, get out, get out, the product's not here anymore. No, like right next to them, they'll show you other white towels from other brands. And more or less, you'll probably just buy it. You buy a similar uh, product, especially if it more or less fits what you're looking for anyway, and the only difference being a brand. To, to an extent. But that's, on average, I've found the better way of handling it. Number two, duplicate metadata. And a lot of the times, duplicate metadata and a lot of SEOs would say that that doesn't necessarily bring down um, your SEO. And directly, I would generally agree with them. I wouldn't fight with them on that. Um, but what it does, what it, what it doesn't allow for you to maximize potential traffic. And as SEOs, we all know that every single page on the website that's indexable, that's quality, that serves a relevant purpose, is generally a potential SEO landing page. And so let's say you've got a category called shoes and you're targeting that meta title description, the meta title as shoes online by brand. And then the description is, you know, visit our store for these amazing shoes. Fine, that's just the general shoes category. And then you have a subcategory called blue shoes. If that title and description that was on your top level matches your sub level, then you're creating a potential keyword cannibalization issue, but which is a whole topic on its own. But in addition, you're not really serving the best titles and descriptions for users, and you're missing out on a potential uh, increase in traffic for something more specific rather than a generic top-level category page. So on the sub-level category, it should appear, you know, buy blue shoes online by brand, or, you know, uh, amazing blue shoes online by brand, right? Whatever. And then the description will match specifically targeting blue shoes. So if that search engine ranking starts to appear higher up in the SERPs, then your listing is more attractive and improving the click-through rate as opposed to just not solving that issue. And so duplicate metadata is a, is a big problem. And, and generally when you deal with the products pages, so you've got thousands upon thousands upon thousands of product pages, Generally, you would just create like a template, a title or a description template, and you would upload that. Now, I was working on a client back in 2010, and we, we developed a template for the majority of his pages. Now, what I've learned was is you can't just create, even if the template is amazing, you can't just create a template for 10,000 products, you know, include, you know, that, that allows for, um, you know, insert title name, have some words around it, insert category, have some words around it, same with the description. And then leave it, that's it. There's a lot of things you need to look at when you have thousands upon thousands of product pages. In 2010, the RSI, and my client was selling RSI, it started to take off. Like, like surge volume fluctuations started to increase. And a lot of the time, you know, you, you would just have to go back into that title and description, update them to match, and, and actually spend time working on that particular product page because it's going to potentially send you um, more traffic due to the fact that this particular product is trending in the industry. It's, it's, it's starting to pick up in popularity. And so up, updating those titles and descriptions for, for brands that are trending is very very important thirdly bad canonicals oh boy 
Where do I start with bad canonicals? Bad canonicals or incorrectly managed canonicals. I've seen large e-commerce websites either block out crawling of, actually not crawling because generally canonicals will generally crawl, but they won't index. Index drop, like a whole section of the website will not be indexed because they've been placed in a certain area where they shouldn't have. And you and, and some of the time developers will will, will, will implement the canonical as per the SEO's instructions, but not realizing, and it might solve one particular um, problem, but therefore it creates other problems that they haven't even seen or they haven't looked at. And so when you, when you install canonicals, and especially when you get developers involved, make sure that you see um, and you analyze any potential pages that are connected. Because sometimes in e-commerce, maybe one template is connecting you know, thousands upon thousands of pages, and you need to make sure that it doesn't uh, interfere or block out pages that it shouldn't, and it shouldn't include pages that you don't want to include, such as filter pages, you know, or sort by pages, or, or you know, popularity or whatever the case may be, or even like extend the amount of search results. So you want to make sure, especially when developers get involved, that you really analyze canonicals and when they've done what you've told them to do, that you analyze and make sure that other sections have not been broken. Fourth, my favorite, my favorite, never ending looping of pagination, right? So you've got a site that's got like literally up to a hundred search results. This becomes a problem because Google really struggles to sort of get out of pagination loops. I find that you do not want to have pagination pages indexed and the best way to know index but you want to follow them so you want to crawl the pages and follow the links but you don't want to actually index the physical page. Some people they will canonical to a show all page which I think is fine, I, that's not a bad option but I try to really again as similar to the 404 uh, errors, I try to, to, to solve the, the problem at hand. Why is there so many products in a particular category? And so working out, can you include, can you take products out of one category, either create another category or put them in existing categories and really work out, you know, if you've got so many products in one category, then this category needs to get more specific and we need to break down the products into more categories. And again, it can really, really become complicated. So guys, I just wanted to drop those four key e-commerce SEO technical solutions to many, many problems. Um, there's a lot more that could have been said. If you've got any, if you've got any particular questions that you, you got an e-commerce website and you got a particular question about a certain aspect of it, please leave a comment in, in, in the section below. Whatever the case may be, if you've got another question related to e-commerce sites or you start, you want to start an e-commerce site, please leave a comment in the section below. Thanks a lot, guys. Have a great day.